0: It seems like everyone around me is in love. And although I've never been a girl into Russian, last night while I was in bed, I put a Rolls Royce on my goals list in the same spot that I used to have a husband. Thinking of new things that accomplished that mean nothing when you celebrate them alone. Is there such thing as being too independent, a little too strong? Too much of I don't need a man, fuck these guys just to find out I was wrong? Still not in need, but I got once. It's easy to receive if you honest and blunt. I had dreams of a big family, grateful enough that I have a son. That's been enough. It's kind of awkward when people write you off like, so I guess you just want it done. You want to have another baby? (laughs) Maybe. Focus, girl. I don't need no favors. I don't need no Superman. I don't need no savior. I need quiet dinners alone at tables across from a good man that I could compliment and make greater. So in love with my dreams, I forgot to wake up. Or allow life to rush my time in and find a shortcut. Or convince me that since I'm not looking for another half, there's no way I could possibly be whole enough. Especially on my own. Waiting on my season, enjoying the happiness. I created this shit on my own. When you let things happen naturally, in comes what you've been waiting for all along. It seems like everyone around me is in love. Grateful enough these days, loving myself has been enough. So when my season comes, I have some extra love overflowing to pour into my man's cup. Welcome back to self care and chill with Maui. I miss y'all. I'm not gonna drag y'all for filth too much today, but I really, really did miss y'all. And I haven't been on live that much. Like Like I told you guys the other day, I've been really focusing on my own mental health and preserving my energy and taking care of me to the best of my ability and making sure that I'm pouring into my own cup alongside of trying to be there for everybody else. Um, I forgot all about this poem, too. This poem is so old. It's from January 2019. But it definitely resonated with a lot of things that I'm feeling lately and things that I want to talk about. Um, yeah, so let's, let's jump right in it. The topic for the day is going to be 808 Heartbreak. <laughs> so... <laughs> I guess the mother freaking title speaks for his goddamn self. Y'all always DMing me talking about how to get over a heartbreak or how to not text this guy back or get, you know, the usual. How to stay focused, how to pour into yourself, where do you start? And it's like what we talk about all the time. So one thing that I'm super big on is that you have to love people in a non-possessive way. Nothing is ours to keep. The air that we breathe, we have to give it back. We cannot control people. They aren't ours forever. And if you love somebody so much, you will love them enough to, for them to do what's best for them. I know we naturally want to be selfish. We naturally want things to be ours. We naturally don't want people to leave. But that selfishness intertwined with you actually caring about the well being of another human is like you, you got to allow them to choose them and what's best for them, even if it's not you. And even if that shit break your heart into a million fucking pieces and you need an asthma pump, even though you don't got asthma, child, you got to let people go that no longer want to stay. You got to. Whether they want to figure it out, whether they want to go talk to somebody else, whether they want to leave you and go mess with somebody else, whatever the case may be, you got to allow people to do that. The only thing that you do not have to do is sit around and wait for their ass to decide that they're going to choose you. You do not have to sit around and allow yourself to be treated like a goddamn TV dinner or be saved for later. That's the only thing. We be the, we be missing these people so much and wanting to talk to them so bad that when they finally re- reach out to us, we be so excited. We be so happy. He finally texted me. He finally called. Yeah, now you're on his time. You're on his time. And then tune back into... The things that you used to do when you were alone that made yourself happy before you g- forgot who you was by pouring so much of yourself into a relationship. I always tell you guys, with being in a relationship, I would be big on continuously pouring into myself, continuously focusing on making myself happy, still being an individual, still doing the things that I love to do. Me going to Ross, me going to Marshalls, buying new comforter sets. But there are a lot of other things where as though like I didn't realize we're being neglected. Like I like I tell you guys all the time, like I used to ride my bike when it, when I was going through a different heartbreak. I had stopped riding my bike over quarantine, but it's a couple other things like reading I've been tapping into. So get back to things where as though you can pour into yourself and your well-being. Don't use the whole time alone from somebody To be listening to sad ass Brandy song, sad sad ass Monica song, sad ass Mary J. Blige. Now you in your feelings all day and you don't want to do shit, be eat and cry. Figure out what have I learned from this situation? How can I grow? How can I make myself better? And what about myself do I need to work on? What did I learn from this? I tell you all all the time, the only people who are fools are the ones who are going through life and they don't learn shit. They are going through life and repeating the same shit over and over, experiencing the same thing, but with different people. Like come the hell on anything that you go through, you are meant to learn something from. Even if you meet somebody and the shit doesn't work out, it was a reason that God aligned you two together at that time in your life at the same moment. What did you learn from this person? What did you take from it? How is it going to make you a better person? The shit might not be favorite. The shit might not be right now. It might be for next year or it might be for never, but stop waiting around for shit. to freaking happen when life has to go on. Life has to go on. You can't sit on your couch sad as shit for a fucking 10 years. It has to go on. You got to keep pouring back into yourself because you deserve it. If a person looks at you and they feel like you are not the one for them or they aren't happy with what they say when you give them their love, then you have to realize that no matter how bad you want this to be your person, it just may not be your person. We be forcing shit so much that we don't realize that this shit this shit should flow naturally. You shouldn't have to always be apologizing first. You shouldn't always be the one crying and begging, reaching out. You shouldn't always have to be the one initiating romance, initiating dates, initiating sex, initiating intimacy. Let's take this test. Let's do our five love languages. Let's do this together. Let's go on a trip. You initiate everything because you're with somebody that doesn't put that much effort in. So a book that I was reading a day that I really enjoyed was The Four Agreements. So if you've never read that book, I suggest that you read it. Um, And another book that I'm reading, I'm almost done now, it's called Vibrate Higher Daily. I got them both off Amazon, fairly cheap. One of the things that it says in The um, Four Agreements is to not take anything personal. um, To do your best. Um... Make sure that you're always impeccable with your word. And it's another one that I made. Don't take nothing personal. What was the other day I got the agreement? Don't assume. And lately, when I've been having conversations with people, I've been trying not to assume how they feel or tell people how they feel or take anything personal. Because when people speak to you, whatever it is that they're saying or going through, it's all from how they perceive life from their eyes. So there's no need for me to take it personal because this is your point of view. Like, this is how you feel. And when it comes to assuming, you got to ask people direct questions so that you don't feel like somebody led you on or somebody did this. That's because it was so much assuming going on in your life. That's why you feel like somebody led you on or somebody did this. You don't want to ask direct questions. You don't want to seem like you are coming off too strong, being annoying, asking too many questions, doing too much. But you got to do that. What's the worst that you can get, a lie or the truth? So that way, if a motherfucker tell you what it is, you don't never got a question or tell them what you thought it was or thought, how, come on, be upfront and direct. And so many things can go so much smoother. I've been trying to utilize all four of these agreements in my life since I read the book the other day. So even with me now, and y'all know, like, I tell you guys how to get through a breakup right now. And even though like me and my boyfriend, we are, I guess, broken up or on a break, whatever the case may be, I guess feel. I feel like a break, but it might be broken up. I don't know. Um, I was sad. of course, I'm going through the feelings of. You miss somebody, you miss companionship, you miss all the good qualities that you love about them, you miss the fun times, especially when you kind of just take a break and it's not on no bad terms of like arguing or I can't stand you or this is too much, for, especially when you don't, it's different when it's not on bad terms. You realize that you love so much that you want them to do what's best for them. Even if it's not being with you right now, but you also want to, you also want to keep in mind all the wonderful qualities that you got about yourself. You don't want to put somebody so high on a pedestal that if they leave your life, you feel like you're just never going to find this again. You just took a big ass L and now you're just going to, go through life and just be super miserable alone you're not you'll never find this you are you also have great amazing qualities about yourself they are also missing out they are also going to have to go through life looking for that feeling that they felt with you looking for somebody to possess those same qualities to care about them and love them the same way that you did that shit ain't easy that shit ain't up the street especially when you got a vibe that you feel like is irreplaceable, especially you know that you did your best. Like one of the four agreements say, and you love that person to the best of the abilities and the best that, you, and the best that you were capable of with what you knew or whatever they gave you. What is we tripping over? You get four days out of me for me to cry and be sad after that. Like, yeah, passing my fucking wig. Okay. And my lashes. Cause the bitch about to go out but not to say that you can't not to say that you have to speed up your process of healing and going through shit but it's like when you when you loving shit for what it, when you loving things for what it is and the experience and just growing and flowing with shit and not forcing it it's easier for you to let go and I've been writing a lot too like really enjoying my own company not really being on social media like that I'm gonna get on today so I could tell you guys to listen to the episode or whatever but I ain't even been caring about promoting my book or anything. I have just been enjoying me time, reading with my son, prioritizing my day, creating a to-do list, keeping busy, being productive, making sure that I'm showing up every day, doing my best. And that's, that's all, that's all you can give. And that's all that anybody can ask for, is that you do your best and that you try. Especially with the whole creating a to-do list. To anybody else out there in the world that's listening who already does something like that, I grab I downloaded this app. It's called Productive, whereas they're like, I create all the things that I need to do for the week and I do them on order, and I'm like, God damn, I get so much done this way. Come to find out I'm not busy. <laughs> I just will wait and I just will procrastinate and wait to do shit at the last minute, and then I'm go driving myself crazy because I don't got enough time to do it. So Make sure that you're pouring into yourself, that you're loving yourself, that you're realizing all the amazing qualities that you have. You are also the catch. Also loving people in a not possessive way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. And not taking things personal. If a person doesn't want to be with you right now or it's not working out, don't take it personal. Don't I have not I've been said I've self-reflected, but I have not felt like what could I have done differently? I should have did this, I should change this about myself. I'm not taking it personal. I'm not taking it personal because one thing I know for certain people are going to do what is best for them for their own mental health and their own health, happiness. And when you love them, you have to let them do that. But also don't give them the pleasure of thinking that you're just going to be sitting around waiting for them to call or waiting them for them to show up and you'll be there. That's not how life works. When you value something, you are afraid to lose it. When you are afraid to lose something, you protect it. You protect it because you don't want anything to happen to it. And that's that. If you're in a relationship or you're in a situation or you just broke up with somebody and you feel like this person is treating you like you're disposable or you meant nothing. Focus on you. And I'm not saying that that shit going to be easy. I know it's going to be hard as long as you're not reverting to anything that is like not conducive to you growing. As Long as you ain't out here drinking, doing drugs and all this stuff, trying to cope, running from the emotions. Feel everything that you need to feel no, mad, no matter how deeply it hurts. You got to feel it. And that should be hurting, child. Eleven years, I sacrificed. Child, I was your lover and your secretary working every day of the week. I know that should be hurting, girl. You ain't got to fucking tell me about it. <laughs> You're going to get through it. And I'm going to tell you, on this journey of you experiencing so many different things, when you look back at it, acknowledge and appreciate the growth for how you are handling situations. You handling shit in a completely different way at a higher frequency, whereas though you wouldn't have been able to handle it this way before. Like a breakup, whereas though, like I'm not cursing nobody out. I'm not freaking saying, fuck you. You did like, no, when you, when you are allowing things to flow and not forcing them and realizing that even if you wanted it to work with all your heart, that shit can't work unless two people are working towards it. You ain't going trip. You got to let things flow and align the way they're supposed to. Cause even when shit not going according to your plan, it's still going to a bigger plan. And that's when we be getting mad. We plan shit out a certain way. You know, we were supposed to get married, have five kids by 2025, and we were going to, yeah. We only frustrated because we, we try to pre-plan everything, and we get disappointed when it doesn't align according to how we want it to go. It's fine. It's fine. Because everything that, nine times out of ten, everything that God has taken away from you, he's replaced with something better. Or something that you did not know you needed we be so attached to what we want. We'd be so attached to these ideas of how we think things should go. We'd be so att- attached to the fantasy and the fairy tale that we forget that, yeah, in order for you to have certain fairy tales, you got to experience certain emotions and certain pains for us to even appreciate anything that is good. Do you realize how many things mean so much more to you because what you had to go through to get it? the things that you experience on a journey to get where you are. You are so much more grateful. You are so much more appreciative. Another thing I wanted to say is from another book that I was reading, I can't even see the title from over here, but it's about, it's called mindfulness, something mindfulness. And it's about really being present and being mindful. Being present here in the moment and it's crazy because I read the book only so that I could not be so angry about washing dishes. And it said, instead of looking at it like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like washing the goddamn dishes, be grateful that you were able to cook a meal on these plates and enjoy the warm, the calm sound of the relaxing warm water on your hands as you wash these dishes because you were able to feed your family. And I'm like, well, goddamn. Shit. Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I did the dishes and I wasn't mad. I was proud of myself. Like, what? Okay, look at me, washing dishes and shit like that. All right. It's a process, y'all. And just like I give great advice to y'all, please understand, like, I, I love and appreciate you, even though this episode was kind of short again. I love and appreciate you guys so much. I've been getting so, so many DMs of you guys checking on me, seeing if I'm okay. Hey, we have a good day. Pour into yourself. I've been preserving so much of me. And, and I read y'all, I've been reading y'all Apple reviews and I love and appreciate it so much. I've been pouring so much into myself and preserving so much of my energy so that I can show up as my best self. Especially with feeling like I give so much to so many different people. And I don't get the same reciprocation to know that even if it's a stranger that smiled at you, people don't realize how far like a smile or I appreciate you or being grateful for somebody's existence can go for that person. So if it's anybody that you love and you care about and they be showing up for you, let them know how you feel. You don't know how desperately some people need to feel loved and appreciated. And not because they begging for some shit from you, but that's just a quality that we all need to exist healthily. I don't even think I said that goddamn word right, but we just gonna let it slide. We all need to feel loved. We need to feel appreciated. We need to feel desired. We need companionship. Like, it's just some things that we need as humans to thrive. And that's that. So, when you guys send me DMs and y'all say, like, how you and Azai doing? Hope you have a good day, praying for you or whatever. Girl, I'll be looking at some of the messages. I'll be writing the shit. I'm an emotional fucking. Rollercoaster sometimes. I'll be ready to cry. Some of y'all asses be the only people that ask me how my day was. Don't take that lightly. Check on your friends. Allow people to feel how they feel. In the midst of your partner getting on your fucking nerves and you asking him, what's your fucking problem? Ask him how you feel today. If you a guy and you listening and your girlfriend freaking getting on your nerves and her emotions all all over the place, be gentle with her. You don't know how she feel. Like... And I realized another thing with being in a relationship was I've helped my emotions and for so long because I, I, I was so used to that the show must go on. Like if y'all read the Lotus tooting y'all know freaking I had a miscarriage two days before my show. And I sat in the car crying and went to still perform cramping and all I'm so used to living in this world where I don't have enough time to I don't have enough time to be sad like I'm not allowed to have a bad day. You know, I got books to ship. I got emails to answer. I got this to do. You are, you are allowed to be late. You are allowed to take whatever kind of amount of time that you need to show up for yourself until you feel like you, we are on this freaking journey and we just feel like we don't have enough time for shit. And it's crazy. It's crazy because freaking in the midst of you doing so much you feel like you ain't doing enough or you feel alone. You surrounded by a hundred people, feel by yourself. Take your time, child. Take your ch- take your time. So something that I did learn is when I've when I go through stuff, I'm so used to holding it in. I'm so used to not really telling people what is bothering me or how I feel. I've had this fear of although I'm vulnerable in my poetry. I always would say like, this is for other people. I'm not writing for me. I'm writing because somebody else needs to hear it. And this is the way I would deflect from me being vulnerable. Just saying, this is not, I'm not writing about myself. I'm writing for other people. I realized that my fear of being vulnerable has not only allowed me to bottle things in, but it has also caused me to project when it comes to people around me. So you might be getting on my fucking nerves, but it's not nothing that you did. I'm just holding so many things inside. And that's why certain people, you talk to them and you ask them what's wrong. As soon as they get to talking, they start crying. And it's because they hold so much shit in that even when they try to let a little piece of it out, they start exploding. It is okay to let it go. It is okay to say how you feel. It is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay to tell somebody that you need them right now. Like last week, my boyfriend was about to leave. And freaking, I said, I, I, I don't want you to leave. And instead of me saying, where the fuck are you going and acting like how I really wanted to act, I need you right now. Like, I don't want to be alone. And I, I, and it's it's a weird feeling when you don't do it often because you don't want to seem like, you don't want to appear weak. You, want, you don't want to appear needy or clingy or like you can't function on your own. But it's okay to want, not want to be alone. It's okay to say, I'm in an emotional place right now where I don't want to be alone. Even if you're not here, sitting here talking to me. Even if you sit on the other side of the room. Some people just want to have somebody that is present. Some people be going through shit and they just want to have somebody that's present. And if that's you too, be gentle with yourself. I get it. Especially if you are at a place where you don't got nobody and you're learning how to just function with just being alone. Not saying that you got to read books and journal like me, but find what it is that you love to do. Or what you used to love to do when you was younger. And tap back into those things. Tap back into whatever it will take t- for you to feel good. And don't let nobody judge you about it. Don't nobody. Don't let nobody say you crazy or you doing too much or you acting weird. Tell them mind they goddamn fucking business. They don't know what they talking about. People always trying to tell you what's best for you. Only you know that. So, thank you guys for listening to me today. I'm gonna check back into y- check back in with y'all tomorrow to make sure y'all ain't doing no crazy shit that I gotta talk y'all out of. Hopefully y'all enjoyed y'all day. If you listening on Apple, make sure you leave me a rating and, and a review. Y'all know I'm on Apple's Top Relationship Podcast. They don't know what they did when they let my ass up on the podcast list, but y'all been holding it down for me. <laughs> so I talk to y'all guys another day.